Alright, hey guys, welcome to episode number six of W Talk. Uh, today's guest, I'm sure if you can tell through the cheekbones, uh, <laughs> is, a, is a model. But someone I've known, I've known him because we went to the same school, a uh, year below me, CCF. Um, and we've kind of just kept in touch, let's say, through social media. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen each other in years. Um, probably a good seven, eight years, even more. It has to be. Yeah. You didn't even go to sixth form at CCF, did you? No, I went to Woodhouse. Oh, okay, nice. So last time we must have seen each other was when you left CCF. Um, but today we're going to run through a bit about Paris. Um, so we're going to run through how he got into modelling, um, his university degree in computer science, mm-hmm. your web creates company, which yep. you're doing now, and a charity which you are setting up in October. Yeah. Well, I'm not setting up, I'm involved in that. Okay, nice. Yeah. So let's rewind it to even before you were a model. When did you actually first get recruited as a model? I know it was pretty young. Yeah, so I wasn't even recruited actually. Okay. I actually applied online. Oh, really? So it was, yeah, I just had some pictures, as you do, sort of Facebook pictures back in the day. Maybe even, no, I was going to say MySpace days. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not MySpace days. But um, yeah, just had some pictures. Year 12, Woodhouse, first year of Woodhouse. Oh, okay, so it's okay. I had, I had a feeling it was a bit before that. Because I remember your, your cheekbones have been pretty prominent for a while. Yeah, did you know yourself that like, you had that kind of model look? Or no, people so telling you and that? Yeah, people were telling me, which okay. is why I part of mine. People were telling me. It's not the sort of thing I really wanted, ever really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, oh, you know, I really want to get into that, I really want to do that. But as I was growing up and, you know, CCF was all boys' school, then went to Woodhouse, had some girls around. People were telling me, you yeah. know, oh, your cheekbones, all this kind of stuff. Um, so I thought, you know what, why don't I just right. apply online? I had some pictures. Where did you apply? Uh, a few agencies, so Models One, who I'm with now, um, Select, Storm, just all the like big agencies in London, but like the legit ones, mm-hmm. there are a few dodgy ones, <laughs> um, which you don't want to get involved in. Oh, okay. We'll get into that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so yeah, I just applied online. I don't think I really had the confidence to walk in there, so I was like, you know what, let me just sit behind my computer. Submit a few pictures. Submit a few pictures, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to lose sort of thing. So I went with it and um, Models 1 got back to me. They were the first one to get back to you? Or? Uh, I think Select rejected me based mm. on the pictures before. And then Models 1 said, hey, we like the look of you, come in to the agency. Oh, wow. So it all went from there. Do you, do you feel like you've always been a confident person in your look? Because some models, they've got the model look where they might not have that confidence in them or think that they're paying, let's say. Did you, yeah. were you really no, like quiet I was, guy, reserved guy? I was never guy? really on that, thinking yeah. I'm paying in okay. quotes. You know what I mean? I was never really like, oh, you know. Look I'm at me, I'm, yeah, okay, look yeah. at me. I've never really moved like that. Yeah. Quite, I like to think of myself as quite humble anyway. I was going to say this, yeah. Because not that I've met many models, but the modelling world is, yeah, you're up your own ass, you're a model. Oh. You, you know what I mean? You're paying, you're getting paid right. to go out everywhere. So you, yeah. you do have that ego with it. And I feel like I've never known you that much but based on the energy from like just seeing you at school or in general throughout your career mm. you don't come across as an arrogant guy like, oh look at me i'm not going to talk to you deal model. yeah which is good i've tried to avoid being like that has it been I mean. has it been hard to like i wouldn't say hard it's just kind of who i am but i have met obviously models who are exactly how you described mm. look at me biggie big bollocks all this kind of yeah. stuff thinking they're it you just remain the same person i've tried to yeah, yeah. so you get recruited by, so well, they get in contact with you, so. They reached out to me, reply back to the application form, so send me an email, um, saying, we really like the pictures you submitted, come into the agency, we want to chat to you. So at the time I'm thinking, I didn't really know anything about modeling, mm. I didn't know like what to wear there, how to act, what they're gonna ask me. Are they gonna Did you have any friends or family you asked, like any heads up before no, I No, not really, I just done my own research. online research. There's a website called models.com mm. and they um, they have all the models on there, all the modeling agencies on there, 
but they verify them, so they're only like the legit proper mm-hmm. ones. It's kind of like um, it's like a platform for the modeling world. It's called mm-hmm. models.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done some research on there, found out Models One was legit, looked into Models One website, found out they had some you know good models on there. I think they had Robert Patterson at the oh, time. Nice. They had Twiggy, which is like old school, mm-hmm. um, famous, she's quite old sort of model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I went in and yeah, they like look at me in person as well. My mum, I think I remember, my mum dropped me off there, so I didn't get the train up there. My mum mm-hmm. drove me down there. Where was the office? Central Central Garden. Garden. Okay, yeah. Um, so my mum dropped me off there, I was like, mum, you know, I don't know how long this is going to be, I don't know if I'm going to come up, whatever. Um, but I go up, you know, it's a room, got like reception, all the bookers on the phone, like chatting to the, the models, mm-hmm. booking them jobs, chatting to the clients. You've got all their comp cards, what we call comp cards, so it's like, it's a card with your face on and you give it to the client, yeah. but they're like all around the walls okay. as well. All the models. All yeah. the models, it's kind of like a portfolio on the wall That's of pretty. all the models you've got mm-hmm. on their books. Um, so yeah, I'm looking, I'm taking this all in, Trying to be, you know, happy, smiling. Yeah. I didn't know what sort of vibe yeah, it's to get environment. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, it's a very, not say scary, but like it's bothering. It, it yeah, is. yeah. Everyone's looking it at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. Prada. I can imagine. Like, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Yeah. yeah. They like to look at me in person, and they said, before we, you know, sign you up, we want to see how you look on camera in mm-hmm. photographs. So we want to arrange a test shoot, what they call a test shoot. So um, they arranged a test shoot. It was for maybe like in a week's time, maybe a week or two weeks time. Um, so I did the test shoot. So this is my first ever shoot. Mm. Never been in front of the camera before. Uh, I had to bring my own clothes. So I remember like the night before, I was like, you know, being a bit of a stylist. Like, what, what goes well? What, what, goes, what, <laughs> yeah. what goes together? Like, you know, what's going to look cool? Yeah. You know, what's fashion-y? Because, you know. You wanted to make a good impression. I wanted to make a good impression. Yeah, look good. So I did the test shoot. Um, weird experience that as well. The guy, the photographer who I was doing it with, he was really cool actually. He was giving me some few tips because obviously he knew I'd never done it before. He was giving me some few tips, made me feel at ease. So that was quite nice. Uh, and then he submitted the pictures to the Models One agency and they loved the pictures. And they so is it not entirely out. just about how you look? So it's even about how you are behind the camera as well? So like when uh, they recruit someone, because obviously you had the looks, I'm sure when they looked at you, you had the looks, yeah. but the fact that they wanted to test it through a photo shoot, is that not something they would work on? Or I think it was more testing to see how I looked in front of camera. Okay. So testing the pictures that came out of that photo shoot. Okay. But obviously there is a bit of behind the camera as well. You know, you can't be, you know, late to shoot. Mm. You got to be on point. You know, smiley, friendly. So I think the photographer was also feeding that information back. Okay. How I was off camera to the agency too. But if I'm being honest with you, I think it's mainly all about in front of camera. Probably ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's been submitted, and then how long to after they told you, look, we want you to be a, or how how the process um, came into it. So it was just they submitted the photographer submitted pictures to Models One. I think I must have waited about I don't know two weeks, and they got back to me. They said we want you to come back to the agency. We want to sign you up. Oh nice. Yeah, and this is going back eight years now. So I've been doing this for like yeah. And you've always just been with years. Models One. Always been with Models One. Yeah. A lot of people do move around, but Models One were good to me. They looked after me. So they told you, look, we want to sign you up. And like, how does, like, modeling is essentially a career, isn't it? So you can just do that as a full-time job or is you it? You can, yeah. I know that you mentioned now you're just a part-time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, yeah. is it just literally you sign up to them? I'm sure there's loads of like contracts in place that you can't promote other brands. Yeah, so what exactly. was it like so when you started 18? So they give you the contract, um, you go to the agency, you sign it, have a read through. Um, they give you like a little booklet as well, kind of, how to keep fresh, mm. essentially, you know, top tips, going to the gym, 
they also say don't get too broad in your shoulders so okay. that you don't fit the sample sizes. Because um, Models One's quite like a high fashion agency. Mm -hmm. It's not too commercial. They do like, you know, runway stuff. Which you've done as well. Which I've yeah. done, yeah. Um, editorials, campaigns, all that kind of stuff. It's not your typical, like, you wouldn't find a model from the same Models One to do a, an advert on the TV for an ice cream. <laughs> it's like proper okay. commercial. It's okay. more like high fashion nice. type agency. Um, so they give you some tips on that, you know, how to keep your nails fresh, all this kind oh, of wow. stuff, yeah. Um, how to walk as well for runways. Um, so has your walk changed a lot since you, like, we... In terms, like, not my everyday walk. <laughs> but when you're on the runway. Yeah, when I'm on the runway, yeah. Because um, like I said, I didn't have a clue. Mm. I didn't have a clue. I didn't know what to do. Obviously, you know, you want to keep tall, straight, strong. Shoulders, all shoulders that stuff. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And from there, they start sending you castings. Okay. So, which is basically like an audition for a model. So, you go there. Do you get to choose, or they just send you something they, they send go to? stuff, okay. yeah. Because when you're first starting out, um, well, actually, yeah, they sent to castings, but the only pictures I had in my portfolio was from that first test shoot mm. that I did. So it's good to get different, you know, array of shots in your portfolio from different, you know, wearing different outfits, different angles, different lighting, different backdrops, just to show, like, you know, that you're quite versatile mm. and you can do, you know, high fashion stuff or sports stuff or whatever it may mm. be. Um, so I was going out on castings with just the first set of pictures in my portfolio. Um, but then in the meantime as well, they tried to get you to do other test shoots and editorials, which is like magazines, mm. uh, which you don't get paid for actually, okay. magazine work. I mean, from the outside looking in, one thing, I don't know anything about the modeling industry, it just looks like, this is quite embarrassing, funny enough, I actually tried <laughs> to apply once as well. Yeah. I felt like it was more through confidence yeah. in my looks rather than like, I, I know I didn't have the model look, because model looks, some of them, not being harsh on them. Some of them are not the, maybe the most good looking person. They just got that look of being a model. Yeah, yeah. So I think I got gassed and I actually went, <laughs> where did I go? I went somewhere for like an interview or like a casting kind of, let's say. It was like in Central London, Regent Street. I was just like, it was weird, man. Looking back yeah, on it, I must have been really Like I know, like looking back on it, I probably wasn't that good looking. Like, I'm confident in myself, but like, oh yeah, it, it was weird. And I was but, just like- Bro, nothing lost, nothing gained. Exactly, yeah. So it was That's just a new experience. Yeah. New experience, yeah. So like looking from the outside, looking in, is the modeling life what people think of i'm sure there has it has got limitations but yeah in general is it a good is it a fun life are you learning a lot is it changed you a lot like have you learned a lot of experiences yeah in general a card knock it it's been amazing um working with some really cool clients like top man jd sports primark stone island g star g star oh. that was out in amsterdam yeah. traveling you know we've got amsterdam copenhagen paris milan what's the craziest um, story you have Craziest like traveling story that like, they put you in a wavy hotel or you went somewhere cool. Craziest traveling story. Well, there's there's top two. Oh, I mean, there's top two. Um, the first one was I went to Milan for Fashion Week. Mm. Um, I didn't do too well out there. I only done one runway show, but it was more of an experience. I was living in like a model apartment they call it with other models that get flown in from all over the world. Nothing glamorous, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like dirty, dirty apartment. Really? I'm talking dirty apartment. And how many years into your career was this? This is maybe like three, four years into oh, my wow. career, yeah. So this is a dirty, okay, cool. Dirty yeah. apartment, not glamorous, not, you know, not what, what people think, yeah, not yeah. what you're thinking. Um, and you're spending the days, because it's fashion week, there's maybe like 10 castings a day, all dotted around the city, and you get there, there's literally like 100 boys queuing up, and you've got to go to the back of the line. You meet some good friends doing mm. that, um, but that's harsh, in the boiling sun as well, right, mm. in Italy. 
by the time you get to these costumes, I felt like shit. I'm <laughs> sweating out. Oh, wow. um, but you know a designer called Philip Pline? Yes, I do, yeah, yeah. Philip Pline, so he does his shows out in Milan as well. Uh-huh. I think he's Italian. Apparently there's some funny stories about him, so he gets his money from like mafia and stuff. Oh, well, he probably does, to be honest. It's yeah. crazy. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like a weird guy. Did you meet him? No, I didn't okay. meet him, but he has a, a crazy party after his runway show. Craziest party I've ever been to. Are you okay, cool. And I, I wasn't invited, but I managed to get in because mm. one of my friends, a model friend, was walking the show. So I went with him after he'd done the show. So I was straight in there. Mm. But you turn up to this, imagine like this big car park, yeah? You know when you go to a festival, they've got the tents. Oh, yeah. It's almost like an airplane hangar type mm-hmm. tent. And outside that, they've got um, like a dirt track of cars doing like donuts around and the street. And this is the party? This is the party. <laughs> it's dark, yeah? And it was just, imagine walking in and there's all these race cars. Cars just skirting around. <laughs> it was crazy. All these cars just skirting around. There's maybe like five of them in this small donut thing. They're all crashing into each other on purpose. It's Those like a jokes. thing. Yeah. And also outside they had, um, you know those, I think they call them the Wheel of Deaths, where it's like a big circle and there's like maybe five motorcycles. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. oh yeah, there. mad. So that's outside the party. Fucking hell. You're walking past all this and you're going to this big tent. It's like Burning Man, not even Burning Man, yeah, something crazy. That style, yeah, yeah, that style. Um, so all this is going on, you know, there's people, girls, models, all people in the fashion world. And then you get into the big tent, it's all free drinks, mm. all like Belvedere and that. And um, Tiger was performing that oh, night, nice. and it had all the cars because I think his show from that theme was like cars and motorcycles, mm. motorbikes. So they had all the you know cars and stuff all out on there, like near the dance floor and mm. that. That was just a mad party. But um, that was just like you all. That was like That's whoa. cars going around. Yeah, yeah like, that's crazy. You can imagine like what the amount of money you must have spent on that. Oh party. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's one. That's one. That's second. And then most recently, last year, um, do you know Jim King? Frank called Jim King. I can't say. They kind of um, they're based up north, um, Stockton, like Foot Asylum and JD Sports. Okay. Yeah. Mainly tracksuits and sportswear. Um, they wanted to shoot their new collection in Dubai, so they flew me out to Dubai for oh, nice. like I think it was like five nights. And that was just amazing. Where, well. did you, where did they put you? Uh, we was in a hotel. Where is it? Um, you know that Jumeirah Beach? Oh, Jumeirah Beach Hotel. Not the Jumeirah Beach Hotel. Not the Wave? No, no. It was in the residence. So the Jumeirah residence. Okay. There's a few hotels in there. It was one of those. Not well, like Mina, Salam, Al Qasar, those ones. No, no. Something. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, it was within that yeah, kind yeah. of complex, isn't it? And they booked this villa for one of the shoots to get some pictures in the villa in um, this island that we had to get a boat to. That was sick. Mm. Really cool place. So top two places, the Philip is it Pline? Philip Pline. Philip Pline, yeah. Pline and then going to Top the two experiences, yeah. Okay. Just to think like, wow, this shit is mad. Mm. Like I can't believe I'm actually here. Have you met anyone inspirational throughout the kind of modern industry that's given you like some great advice to like help you stay focused? Have you met any of those kind of people? Or has it just been you just going through the waves? You know just... what? Um I met one of my best friends, one of my good friends now, through modeling, mm. like George, who's also a model's one. Um, and me and him had a similar look, so we'd often go to the same castings. Um, so that's how we met each other. Mm-hmm. And he'd give me some good advice because he'd been doing it a little bit. So he's a bit older than you. A bit older than yeah. me, yeah. And it was always kind of me and him. We used to reach each other up. Yo, you got this casting? Cool, I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. And just you know, go for lunch afterwards or grab a drink afterwards. So that was really nice. Uh, he gave me some good advice about the industry yeah. and take it with a pinch of salt kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, personally. It's not something I'd want to do for the rest of the year. As amazing as it is, there's no mind involved in it. Mm. You just show up, 
look pretty. And that's it. You're and not really using your brain. You're not using whereas your brain you're doing the complete oh, like yeah, the opposite. Our computer coding was a lot. Of yeah, your brain. exactly. So yeah. that's that is interesting that you yeah. decide to go to that. But yeah. like, I mean, not to go into too much detail, but like financially is. Is it as good as what people expect, or are you going through a lot of times where you're just not getting paid much? You're doing a lot of free work, or is is it generally does pay well? It does pay well, um, but it's honestly it's ups and downs. So, so you can't rely on it. Let's say it's unreliable, um, unless you're you've got loads of followers on Instagram. You're all about that because it's changed a lot. Eight years ago, there was no Instagram in the modeling world, but now you know you've got all these followers on Instagram. Then you can make some good money. Um, clients see you through that. Or if you're like a supermodel and you're almost semi-famous, then it's really good money. Um, doing it for me as well is still good money, mm. but like I said, it's real ups and downs. It's a bit of a roller coaster. Um, I think it took me from when I got signed, it took me about six months to, to like, make something. To make something. That's because my portfolio was empty. Mm-hmm. So I'd be going to castings. They look through and there's like five pictures in there. They think, why am I going to choose this guy? Or why am I going to pay you? Why am I going to pay you? Why am I going to choose you when there's a line of 25 other guys who've got more experience. Mm. So you've got to do a lot of free stuff to get the ball rolling. Mm. So you do uh, magazines, which is, you don't get paid for, but you get some good pictures from it. So it's about building that portfolio to eventually then get the big Exactly. Money, so I spent about six months building my portfolio without a single paycheck. Whilst I'm doing this, I'm thinking, what is this all yeah, about? This is, this is not as good as that this thought. Is, uh, what is this? Like, uh, I'm putting, you know, I'm traveling within London, going to meet different photographers, you know, getting putting on some weird clothes, get my makeup done. <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what is this about? And why am I getting paid? Why am I getting this? paid? Yeah. And how old were you at this point when you were so 17, 18, right? 16, 17. So you were in college as well. So you had college when you were I had college as well, yeah. Um, so that wasn't the easiest thing. Mm. Um, but then once I started getting pictures in my book, the clients started coming through. I started to build a little bit of a name for myself. Um, like you said, working with G Star in Amsterdam. Mm working with Top Man in London, Primark, JD Sports. Tend to used to go for that sporting, mm-hmm. kind of chavy kind of vibe, yeah. short hair. Um, so that was good. And yeah, they paid pretty well. Good, good, good. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's a day rate. So they pay you a figure for the day. Yeah. Cool. And then if they do fly you out to places, that's all paid for as well. You yeah. don't have to really go into your pockets. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, let's touch on, because you mentioned at the beginning, um, was it fake modeling industry? It, agencies yeah like, stay ones. away from them so what's dodgy ones. have you have you experienced any of them or you probably well, didn't have to because you were straight in the mall as well i was very lucky like that yeah. i feel um you know i went straight to the legit one and they liked me mm. but i did my research the, there are some fake ones out there where they will generally approach you or maybe if you're not too versed in the industry you will approach them and they'll say yeah you know we like the look of you regardless of who you are mm. that's just the score they give yeah we love you know we love your look come down stuff. come down make you feel good, make you feel important, make you feel like, you know, wow, this could yeah. be a new career for me. You get there and then they'd be like, you know, yeah, we've got all these clients lined up, but we haven't got any pictures of you. So, you know, give us a thousand pounds, 500 pounds. And we'll take pictures of you. And we'll take pictures of you. Them knowing full well that they won't be able to get you any jobs yeah. or they haven't even got any clients themselves. Mad. So I mean that person's gassed that oh my god, like, yeah, gassed. Love oh my me. god, yeah, this this you know, this That's company loves me. Let me pay them, yeah. Let me pay them. So it's more of a, I think quite a psychological thing the way that works. Yeah. But as you done you, as you mentioned as well, you've done your research, so yeah. Whoever it does get approached, just make sure you do your research. Don't do your before. research. Like I said, if anyone's looking out there into it, check out models.com. Um all of the legit ones are on there and you can filter by what city you're in as well. Okay. That's it's a good little hub. Yeah. Good little hub. It's a legit website as well. So 
you got recruited as a model, gone through a few, a few of your stories. At this time, you were at college as well. What, you, what, have you, what were you studying in college? I was studying PE, okay. um, economics, and biology. Oh, so you um, had nothing computer-based? had nothing computer-based. Okay, so how, where did the, well, when, when you went to uni, you studied computer science, right? Yeah. Did you go to uni straight after college? No. Okay. So I took two gap years to do modelling full-time, Okay. which was really good, which is when I got to travel as well, because I could focus on it. That's when I started building up more clients and I could really get immersed into the modeling really get immersed. Right? I didn't have to turn down any jobs, let's say, at college. I might not be able to do it because I had important, you know, deadlines or, deadlines or you know, you don't want to miss any um, work mm. kind of thing. But now I can fully immerse myself into it after college. So I took two years out, two gap years to do modeling full time. Um, and during that time, I was really, well, I've always been interested in tech. I've always loved the computer. And really? Loved, loved the even in secondary school and stuff? Secondary yeah. school, even younger. Like, I've always liked, you know, phones and Where do you think, where do you think that came from? The parents, family? Like, I don't know, you know. Just always been a techie guy. Just like... Yeah, I don't know. I just always, always was into it. You know, like, um, I, I don't know if your mum's like this, but my mum doesn't have a clue about tech. Tech, yeah. They're very, like, they hold the phone like yeah, that. Yeah, very so, yeah. old school. So, like, any tech problem that anyone in my family had, printing, Switch, you know, put setting up Sky. You sorted it all out. I sorted it all out. So from there, I got known, you know, in the family. He's a tech guy. He's a tech guy. You know, <laughs> it's obviously a little joke. But, yeah. You know, go to Harris if you want anything sorted. Mm. Then from there, just kind of, you know, got into it. Watched a few videos on it. I think the way my brain works, I quite like. I like to know how things work. Mm. So I'd be using the phone on the internet or using the computer. And I'm like, how does this work? How is this happening? Yeah. Okay. How am I clicking on? eBay and eBay's coming up in okay. my place. I wanted to know the whole blueprint of it, how it works. Behind, yeah, behind, yeah. behind like it, like the little one, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, so that you tapped into that, and then to do computer science at uni, did you not need any qualifications, or you could just bang up? You could science? just go straight into computer science from um, A levels. No, no, no matter what you study. No matter what you study, um, they say it's good to have some sort of mathematical degree. Okay. Because um, there is some maths involved, but the uni that I went to, City Uni in London. Um, they didn't require that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you finished. You done four years of that. Three, four years. Four years. Yeah. How was that? So before that, even before I went to uni, um, in my second gap year or second full time modelling year, um, I went to Ravensbourne Uni to do a short. Is that in London. It's in London. Yeah. yeah opposite O two. Um, I went there because they had a short course going. It's called Code Zoners. This is how I sparked the interest of wanting to go study it further. Okay. Um, so they had a short course there called Code Zoners. It was free to join. In fact, they paid you for taking the course oh, wow. because they want you know the government want people to learn these tech skills. Mm. It's going to be super important 100%. in the future. Um, and it was three days a week studying, and then two days a week they found your placement. And they're paying for all of this. They they yeah. provide all of this. Yeah, they, yeah, they provide it. They set you up with a placement. They teach you for three days, and you go work for two days, so you get some you know real experience, mm. and you get paid. I think it was like thousand pound a month. Oh wow! But it yeah, to study that for nine nice. months. Nice, and you're yeah. learning a very valuable skill. Yeah, well, that's that's wicked. And it was quite flexible as well. So whilst I was doing my modelling, I could because you know I wasn't paying for it. You know I could say, oh you know guys I can't make it today. I'm interested. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really say I've got to do do a shoot. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So you done that for nine months, and then you went to did that for nine months. Um, Learned a lot, and that really that was my first time coding. Um, 
they've taught how to code in mm. some languages, mainly like web development languages. Um, so that was really good. It was my first kind of glimpse into it. And I thought, wow, I'm enjoying this. Mm. I find it super interesting. And also applying it straight away in those two days a week. So I was working at a place called EMAP. Mm. Um, they are like a publishers. So I think they've got like 15 different magazines. But I was doing the advertising operations there for two days a week, mm. um, which is basically they got 15 different magazines. So they've got 15 different websites for those magazines and someone needs to set up the adverts. So okay. you, you know you go on and you might see that banner at the top mm. or banner down the left hand side. They need someone to do that. They need someone to set it up. So I was doing advertising operations two days a week and learning three days a week. Um, and then that finished and I thought, wow, let me go get a proper degree in it. Mm. So then you enrolled to City of London Uni? Yeah, City University of London. Finished a four year course, four years? Yeah, science. so part of it was a placement year. Which you done at IBM. IBM. Well, they had an assessment centre. Funny story about that actually. Um, it was in Winchester, the assessment centre, and I got the date wrong. So luckily, I got. I thought it was sooner than it actually was. So I showed up a week early. Uh, oh, at least it wasn't late. At least okay, it wasn't late. But I showed up a week early, had my suit on, you know, trying to impress. Mm. Um, I got there quite early as well. So I was in the car doing some research, prepping, you know, mm. prepping myself for it. Got to the reception, I was like, you know, hi, I'm here for the assessment <laughs> centre. Um, sorry, there's no assessment centre on today. What do you mean? I just spent an hour in the car, and it take me two hours to get here in the car. Prep myself up, prep myself, myself up. Got my suit on, everything, yeah. and it wasn't even on the day. Um, but did they let you do it, or they just saw you no, come out no, next because you got to, you know, it's a proper, okay, yeah. planned. Because I think there's about twenty people in one assessment centre, and they only choose. Um, I think they, there's no limit to how many they choose. Okay. It depends if they see people they like, um, and you're kind of all competing against each other. It's yeah. a weird environment as well, that is. Techie world. Yeah, just these assessment centers though as well, because everyone's trying to outdo each other. Okay, yeah. Everyone's trying to one-up each other. Everyone's trying to look better than the person next to them. So that's a weird, weird environment. Like as well. um, so IBM, do you know much about IBM? I, oh, I'm not gonna sound like a tech guy, but I know they've been about for a minute. They're yeah, like, yeah, they're, 100 years. I know they're very deep into AI, even yeah. back in the day as well. So yeah, I know they're probably gonna be the future of, of a lot of things, but the ins and outs, comparing them to another kind of tech company, oh, no, I don't yeah. know much about IBM, but like, so what's that been like? Cause I know they're, they're a huge company. They're probably one of the top yeah. five, top 10. Yeah, one of the biggest IT employees in the world. Oh. Be going a hundred years. Oh, wow. Yeah, really old school company, um, which has its pros and cons. Mm. But um, the main arm, where they make most of their money is through consulting. Okay. So they work with mainly business to business, so IBM to another business, and they help them with their tech needs, let's yeah. say. Um, and generally it's like, you know, big complex problems. Um, so they might be working with the police, for example, UK yeah. police to implement a new database to have to put all the- Have you heard of the company called Palantir? Yeah, so I have worked on Palantir actually. Oh, nice. I use Palantir software. Oh, sick. Do you know about Palantir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who told me about the rain. Who? Right? Yeah, Rain. Yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh look, I've seen these guys because they're gonna go public soon. They're yeah, they've gone public. So yeah, I've been yeah, trying yeah. to because I'm a bit into the stocks and shares world as well. I've been trying yeah. to find out how I can get on board into them before they uh, become public. But it's very hard to get into a company and invest in them before the IPO. Mm. You'll have to either know the company or know like a private equity firm and yeah, it's all techie, but. So I got introduced through Palantir through working at IBM. Oh wow. So my first project, it was all project based at IBM. My first project was with BP, mm -hmm. the oil and gas company. Um, and 
and they wanted to move all their data onto Palantir. So Palantir have a, let's call it a data platform mm -hmm. where you can put all your data on. And obviously you can imagine how big BP is, right? They got finance, they're digging up the oil in, mm. the, all these everywhere. everywhere. They got retail outlets all over the world, all these different customers, renewable energies. Imagine all that data, putting it all onto one platform. Mm. So they wanted IBM to test the suitability of Palantir to, to put all that data on. Oh, nice. So I worked as a data developer on Palantir, so I was using Palantir day to day. That's sick, all the odds of that. Yeah. Crazy company, like they've they've even helped with COVID apparently recently this year. Well, the UK they've done they've helped with like data input, yeah, or of kind of uh, tracing. Um, so their main work is with the police, yeah, yeah. crime and US, stuff, yeah. Um, and they're trying to track terrorists using data and stuff. So they can predict the crime before it happens. Exactly, yeah. happens. Super interesting stuff, isn't it? No, it is. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. Because when Rain told me about it, because have you heard of them? I was like, no. Google them, blah blah. And like I speak to them every now and then because it's always mentioned in the news sometimes recently, especially this week as well. And now that you say that, yeah. I need to, yeah, this company, I think they're, they're on, on some big things. They're a very weird company. Really? I don't know if you've read up about it, they're very secretive. Um, what's his that? Secretive? Uh, yeah, the pay, no, good pay, pay, PayPal, PayPal guy, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's on board. But he's very, like, he's got 30% of, I think he has shares of 30% of the company, but he pretty stays away from it, apparently, right. as well. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting. It's, a, it's a weird secretive company, man. Mm. It's a weird, like, I've read up about it. Even this deal that they had with BP was apparently, at, it just went from top level and they had a secret contract and, Mad. and that was just, you know, and obviously that contract is worth millions, millions, mm. millions. And what were your thoughts about Elon Musk? You like Elon Musk? Are yeah. You a fan? yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan as well. I was, discuss, I was discussing this last night. I think there is a bit of evil in him though. Yeah. Like where the direction of the world he's going in, it is a very techie one. It, yeah, like the yeah. whole AI stuff, eventually like replace humans, have robots yeah. do everything. Like he can be seen as a superhero right now, but I think the direction we're going to, it can get a bit. I think can get a bit dangerous. Yeah. I'm, I'm a massive fan of AI. I'm, I'm like I love all of it. Mm. I, 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 yeah. I even applied to go on the Mars mission <laughs> when I, I uni. <laughs> yeah. When they done it, I literally fuck it. I'm gonna go Mars. Yeah. Like, so I'm mind. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, into it as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love my AI. I yeah, just yeah. I read into a lot of uni. Like I really like, immersed <coughs> myself into it. I'm not the most techiest guy, like mm. computer and coding, but I was interested in the topic of AI. At my current company, we done an AI congress event, so, which I'm sure I, I think you I think we discussed it before. Anyway, oh yeah, I do remember. You probably saw AI yeah, congress. Yeah, yeah. We've done that in the O2. We've done one in Vegas. Done one in London. That was wicked. Nice. Man. Like, we had NASA speak at the event. Google, That's IBM. Amazing. I think IBM even sponsored it. Um, so yeah, the AI is a wavy one, but like Elon Musk, there is a bit of a... Yeah. A, you know what? I think his, he's so deep in the tech, I don't even think he thinks about... Anything else. The human consequences that yeah. he have on us. I think he's just so interested in advancing us. Mm. He's not really too focused... On the other side of it. On the other side of yeah. it, which is that evil kind of danger side. Yeah, I, I love him. He's a wavy guy. Yeah. He's, he done PayPal. Let's not even forget that. I was talking about this last night. If, yeah, like, right? if he just done PayPal, he'd be sick enough. Like, he left PayPal on the side, then he's yeah. gone and done, like, Tesla, Solar City, um, what SpaceX, the fuck? SpaceX uh, Neuralink. The boring company. Boring company. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? This is all a lot of... Like, he's... The, He's literally the future, I think, because everything he's doing is what the future's gonna be like, and he's behind all of it. That's yeah. the craziest thing. That is the craziest thing. I think one man having all that control and power can be yeah. can be a bit wild. I don't know how he finds the time. I honestly I don't know how he finds the time. Yeah, he must be yeah. I can imagine him being in 
hard living with him, his wife yeah. or his ex-wives or whoever. He's had like even his new son that he called Xavier or XA12. XA12 after an aeroplane. My mate was saying last night, imagine his kids are half robot. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can imagine doing an experiment on like his kids. Um, Apparently Elon Musk is all for microchipping and stuff yeah like did you watch the Neuralink presentation no yes yeah, like, it was Neuralink right? yeah, yeah Neuralink company, yeah he's trying to put do the that. chips in the head yeah, yeah, see, yeah so, I did watch the Neuralink so like two right? weeks ago like I was talking about it but like they put chips in like a pig's head and I was like pigs and humans are different and then yeah. they're like yeah you can do it with a pig but like we're not pigs yeah like they've got a brain and they probably operate and like eat sleep shit all that stuff but a human and a pig are very different so we can't use the example of a pig Elon but like yeah. he's getting a lot of backing and I think he is gonna push the limits and he will get what he wants which is the the scary thing but scary, yeah, man. yeah so like, there's a lot of control and power like tapping into the human brain like, i was watching matrix recently i love matrix matrix is a sick film but like virtual reality like people are going to be so immersed into the digital world we're not going to probably distinguish the two between what's reality and what's think yeah. about have you ever done virtual reality before yeah like some of them are so cool and i can imagine it getting so more intense like you've seen episodes of black mirror i'm sure yeah. like it can go west let's yeah, say there's a guy um I think, you know Vice, they do these kind of yeah. documentaries. I think it was Vice. Well, I'm not sure, but he did a TED talk on it mm. with this guy. Um, and he lived in virtuary for like a week or more. I can't remember the exact amount. Oh, wow. But he lived in it, in his studio. So he'd wake up. And put it on. He'd put it on, you know, go to the mountains in the headset, meditate in front of the mountains. Wow. Come back, you know. He lived a full week And what it. was his thoughts on it? What did he say? He said it was, um, you know, a bit much. Bit much. It can be scary, man. But I love it all. I love the whole tech stuff. I think maybe this COVID might accelerate all that. It, I said the exact same thing. I was like, this is just going to show that humans are not reliable in the sense of like, if there's a pandemic, you have to lock people down, you stop business, manufacturing, mm. all that stuff. Where if you have robots doing all that, a robot can't get a virus. Yeah. It can get maybe a computer virus, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it can't get any virus that can stop production. They can work seven days a week. They're not going to worry. They're not going to ask for pay cuts. Breaks. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to ask for pay rises. Yeah. They're not going to moan about, oh, I'm not feeling left out on a promotion. Yeah. So humans are going to get replaced and that's the worrying thing, but like you're in a good career, you're coding and that's, you can create any idea essentially with a code. You can make your own Anything. app, make your own website. I know Will I Am said that they should start teaching coding in all schools yeah. from like from young. I think it's a so very Will I Am is actually one of the IBM advocates. Oh, nice. So he speaks at all our conferences and stuff. Have you seen him before? Not in person, oh, no. Okay. Uh, the recent IBM conference, Think 2020 was virtual because of COVID and he was on there giving a talk. I didn't catch it, which is a shame. Okay. But he's proper into IBM and tech as well. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we went completely off track. We started <laughs> speaking about, yeah, I started Elon Musk. So, yeah, the placement year, um, well, that's why I'm going to do something. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. And I spent 12 months working for Water. So, I worked for IBM. Oh, I remember this, I remember seeing this. Yeah. yeah. So, I worked for IBM, but the way consulting works is they have. Um, as a business to business, as you're saying. Business to so, yeah. business. So, they have contractors like me, I work for IBM, and they kind of loan me out, let's say, to Thames Water. Thames Water pay IBM like a thousand pounds a day to have me working for them. Bloody and um, then IBM pay me a wage, obviously a lot less than a thousand pounds a day. That's where they make a profit. Um, so I did that for Thames Water um, for a year. That was really interesting as well. So Thames Water supply all the water in London. Oh, well, what's, the, what's the best thing you learned or the most interesting thing you learned in the whole year of working for Thames Water? Um, fun fact. Go on. Every glass of tap water you get from the tap, has already gone through two and a half other people's bodies. Mad. Because it's a water cycle, right? That's why I don't drink tap water. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, never, I've never touched tap water. I'd rather, uh, oh mate, I don't drink tap water, especially in a building block like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. that. 
And if you dug up all of Thames Water's infrastructure, so all the pipes that connect all uh, you know the houses and flats in London mm -hmm. to the reservoirs, all the infrastructure underground, it would go around the world right. two, I think two times. Two times. That's mad. That's how many pipes there are underneath the ground. And that's just in London. Thames Water. Thames Water is in, mainly in London. There's a few other areas they supply, but mainly in London. So if you dug up all the infrastructure, go, go around the world twice. Enough piping to go around the world <laughs> twice. That's crazy. How crazy is that? That's very crazy. And we take it for granted when you switch on the Yeah, track. you do, man. Mm. But going back to Thames Water, so you've done that for nine months a year? Yeah, 12 months. And uh, one of the main projects I was working on there was using AI to mm. predict when the uh, pipes were going to burst. Oh, nice. So if they could predict when the pipes were going to burst before it actually happens. Prevention better than cure. Prevention mm. better than cure. Spot on. And they paid IBM massive amount of money to use our technology mm. to do that data science and analysis on their pipes. Um, so that was one of the main projects I was involved in there. Had a wicked time doing a placement year. Highly recommend a placement year mm. if anyone's at uni or thinking about doing it. Because um, I got experience, it's getting paid, and then it was fun. It was fun. Mm. You got to you know use what you learn at uni and apply it straight away, which is sometimes you don't do, right? Mm. Some people get a degree and they go work and they complete get, opposite. Complete opposite. Well, yeah, and they never get to apply what they've done. So um, yeah, I really recommend that. Um, and then obviously it's helped me get the graduate job that I'm in now, which is at which is IBM. At IBM. And so what's working full time for IBM been like now? Has it been similar to the placement and you learned? Yeah, similar to the placement and doing the placement was good because it gave Maybe me insight, taste, okay. gave me a taste of exactly of what the work was going to be like, allowed me to think, do I enjoy consulting? Is that what I want to do? Mm. Um, so yeah, I've uh, been there over a year now, literally just over a year. Got promoted last month as well. Oh, nice. So what's your job title now? Um, still technology consultant, but it works in bands. So I've gone up from band five to band six. Oh. I work for BP, like I said, on Palantir. I've worked for DWP, which is Department for Workplace Pensions, the people, UK government office that do the pensions. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm doing a project for HMRC, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. Oh, nice. So it's all been project based, which is the way it works. Which is exciting as well. Exciting. You're just right? sitting at your desk, just working on one thing, you're working on different. That's cool. That sounds, that sounds. And you get to learn different industries. Yeah. So, like I said, I learned a lot about the water industry from Thames Water. I've learned a lot about oil and gas from BP. And I'm learning a lot about public sector yeah. working for the government. <laughs> That's weird. And it keeps it fresh. While doing something you enjoy. While doing something you enjoy. Um, so the project I'm doing now for HMRC, Dave, HMRC are in charge of the UK system for imports and exports. Mm -hmm. So every single import or export that goes through, through this country has to go through that system. And currently it's doing something like 24 declarations a second, which is, let's just call it 24 imports or exports a second, mm -hmm. for simplicity. Um, which is a decent amount. And I think that the system makes thirty-four billion pounds worth of tax revenue for the UK government. Bloody hell! So it's exciting stuff, you mm. know. Um, but then post Brexit, when we officially the EU, now. all the EU countries who have never had to go through this system have to, yeah. now have to. And this system is doing twenty-four declarations a second. Before that. Before that, mm. they're predicting it's going to need to do one hundred and sixty declarations a second. It's almost like four hundred percent, five hundred percent more than Literally. before. And you can imagine this is an old system, built ages ago. It's not. It's know, not ready for this. It's not ready it's for not this. Ready for so this they've change. got IBM in to make the system more performant for post Brexit. Nice. So I'm working on performance, improving the performance of the UK tax system. Behind that's cool. So you're working at IBM now. Yeah. And then okay, let's discuss your web crates. Your yeah. Web crates, the name of the company. Okay. So 
similar like you were saying, um, COVID kicked in, lockdown kicked in, we had a lot more time on our hands, mm. didn't we? Not commuting. Were you still working? Yeah, still, so, yeah, still working, yeah. Just um, working from home. Working from home, so yeah. I didn't have to commute or anything like that. So I, I was actually quite lucky. Mm. My job was safe, relatively yeah. safe. So count my blessings for that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a struggle out there. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's crazy right now. It's crazy right now. It's very crazy. Because I don't even think we've seen the peak of it yet. No. It's not set in yet. No. Like we let furlough end in October. Yeah. In terms of the economic. Oh, um, yeah. The housing market, made. mortgages. I think the pension market is going to go through a crash next year or yeah. soon. Like a lot of companies, they have to submit the pensions. I'm not sure if you know how it works, but like a lot of companies have been avoiding it. Apparently 75% of companies haven't filed their pensions. Really? So there probably will be a pension crash, man. I think I don't think people are gonna get access to their pensions or this whole dream of like when I'm older. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my views on it. No, no, no. So there's that, like, there's a housing market, people yeah. miss their mortgages, their jobs, that can all crash, so it is And they're not I've heard yesterday on LBC they're not lending people. Oh yeah. They're being way more strict hundred percent. Even like buy to let probably if you want to help to buy it, you have to put seventy five percent of it before you can just like get your parents to help with money, but they need to see that seventy five percent of what you're putting up has come from you, right. and it's been in your account. Right, yeah. So it's making things way harder. So I think it's just another little reminder: the rich are getting richer, and yeah. the poor are getting poorer. Unfortunately, True. the tech giants—they're going to get even stronger. They're getting even stronger in like, lockdown. Yeah, like come to the IBM, but the ones that can survive through a pandemic means they can survive through anything now. Yeah. It means they're literally bulletproof. True. All these small companies. I was thinking, like, imagine you open the restaurant in March. It happened. Imagine you saved 20, 30 grand, you've opened the restaurant. Heart wrenching stuff. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very unfortunate. But I mean, the only thing you can do is just stay resilient, man. That's what that. I, like. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, going to Web3. So, yeah, I had um, you know, more time on my hands in the evenings. Obviously, I'd learned this web development skills through uni and through doing my own online tutorials and online learning. So, I thought. Um, why don't I open a business? Mm. I know friends that need websites. It's like W Talk. Have you mm. got a site? I don't know. See, you know, chat after. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, actually need to make a website. Yeah. So there's all you know. People like, need websites. People need websites, and not many people know how to make them. Mm. There are things like Squarespace, Wix, all that kind of stuff, which is okay if you want something basic. Um, but in my opinion, they they don't look that good. They don't look that professional. Mm. They're kind of just basic templates. Um, so I had the skills to. To make something look more professional, I was quite into design as well. Mm-hmm. So, I've, you know, like something to look cool, I like something to look cool, interactive, yeah. clean designs, mm-hmm. minimalist, pixel perfect on you know same width each side. Um, so I thought, let me do this, and then um, so whilst I was thinking it, a friend of mine is starting up his own um, online uh, fitness company. Mm-hmm. So he's recording videos, and you pay a subscription to sign up to be members of the website and then you log in and you get access to all the different videos and you can train from home because mm. he had to adapt as well he's a personal trainer and during lockdown you know can't, 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 yeah. everyone was doing online workouts so he needed that website and he came to me because he knows i work at ibm and i've always been into tech um so i said yeah i'll do it for you and it's like you know we got chatting prices because i didn't know what to charge obviously he's my friend mm. it's kind of the first time i'm doing this so we agreed on a price, fairly good price, because it's quite a complicated website. Yeah. It's not just a standard marketing page. It's a, you know, got a login feature, you've got a place subscription, video, and all that stuff, payments, payments, all payments yeah. exactly. Um, and it kind of came, went from there. The client, my friend came on my lap, you know, fell out the sky and just came mm. to me. So I thought, why don't I do this? Mm. And, you know, seek new clients and just do it in my spare time. So that was your first client. How many clients do you have now? You... Um, so I'm still, this is only, I've only done it about a month ago. Okay, not very recent. Super fresh, yeah. Okay. 
So his website is ongoing, haven't quite finished it yet. Um, I've shown him the first draft maybe about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but he, he hasn't done the branding yet for his brand. Okay. He just sent me that last week, so I need to put all the branding in. Um, I've just done a website for someone who's selling fake lashes. Okay. So that went live last week. Nice. Um, and I've got another one. And have you been reaching out to these people? No, they've oh. all come to me, which is the crazy mm-hmm. thing. That's cool. They've literally all come to me. Um, which is which is why I thought why, why not I start up this? I'm not wasting. You've not got all this skills time. and talent. Why not? Like yeah, you can and people come straight to me yeah. asking, yo, I know you're a techno boy. Can you sort out? out? Yeah. yeah, can you sort out? So that's how it all started up. So you essentially, so for the people out there, any small businesses or anyone, if you need a website, yeah, if you need a website, come to you. Come to webcreate.co or reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, give you a good deal. <laughs> um, and yeah, sort of marketing pages, um, you know, restaurants, local businesses, apps. apps I need to improve on it. Okay. Before I start offering apps, but the, so. your main kind of bread and butter is websites at the moment. You yeah, can, you can main make. thing is web development. Still yeah. working at IBM. Still working at still IBM. Still working at Models One. Still working at Models One, which is um, definitely not my main focus anymore. Do you think eventually you are gonna slowly sack it off, or? Well, the thing is, there's no harm in being in the books like I am now. Because you can always say no to stuff. Yeah, I can say no to stuff. It's super flexible. Okay. I can say no to stuff. And, um, so I guess it's just good something to just have it on the side there. You might have a time where you know what, I'm just going to do this one, get a yeah. extra cash or something. So yeah. it's, it's good to have options. So I was doing, um, whilst I was at IBM, they reached out and said, Lyle and Scott want to shoot you. Oh, nice. So that was last month. So I was like, okay. Why not? Why not? And do you get free clothes all the time? Never. Really? Never get free clothes. From the, from the uh, shoot themselves, never. Everyone, that's one misconception about. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So you yeah. don't. Oh man. No. Because a lot of the, sh- the stuff you're shooting isn't even out yet. Okay. And they don't want people wearing it before it's out. So, you know, you're shooting a couple of seasons in advance. Let's say for Stone Island, mm. I'm wearing all their brand new jackets that they haven't oh, even yeah. advertised okay, yet. True. Okay. So they don't want to ruin the reviews. So what? Do you get any free stuff at all? Mainly through brands on Instagram. Oh. But. If I'm being honest, the stuff is not the great, not mm. the greatest stuff. Stuff I wouldn't really wear. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll chuck it on my Instagram story if you know. Someone help me. Okay, if, cool. If they want a bit of help. Oh, Matt, you're gonna get nothing free from these designers. Nothing free from these designers. Matt. You can try it, and you know, if you're a bit cheeky and you ask, you might be a bit lucky. Mm. No, this one fits me really well. Oh yeah, oh, I really was... like the look of oh, this. Oh, I'll have to take it off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Any chance you can choose. Yeah, okay. no, you don't really get any free clothes. And your partner, your girlfriend, is she a model as well? Yeah, so I met her at uni, and then... Um, City of London Uni? Yeah. And what was she studying? Journalism. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, we met in year two, and, um, you know, started going out. Um, she's amazing, by the way. Mm. Living with her this past year has been great. Like, literally no argument. How long were you going out before? You um, started living together? Probably... Two and a half years. Oh maybe? no, it's okay, good. It's been a good transition. Good That's transition, good. yeah. Got to know each other first. Got to know each other at uni. Um, you know, went on some nice dates, nice holidays. She's a really mm. nice girl. Our personality just gelled mm. like so nicely. We That's just good. clicked together. Um, so yeah, we started going out, and then I said, "Babe, why don't I introduce you to models one? You've got nothing to do." Oh, so she wasn't a model. At she that wasn't one. a model. Okay. At this point, no. So I got her into it. Oh, nice. I said, "Let me introduce you to models one." And that, she was honestly dead against it. Really? Dead, dead against it. She's like, what do you mean? I'm not a model. Like, was she not confident as well? Obviously? Yeah, I don't think she was that confident mm. in that sense. So very similar to you then? Very Just had them, kind of the beauty, but you didn't really yeah, it wasn't really, know about it. Exactly. 
Um, so I got her into it, and then yeah, so she's had a good experience doing that. She flown out to Australia. Nice. I got to travel, work with Harvey Nichols. Oh, nice. That's yeah. cool. But now she's working in social media. Okay, yeah. for like a proper company or something. Yeah, for an agency. They What's the agency? It's called Be Hooked. Okay, because my girlfriend works for the Wilderness Agency. Okay. It's a uh, marketing. I think it's marketing. Yeah, social media as well. So she she's a strategist. So okay. She does stuff with the social media for HBO. Oh, so Peppa Pig. Oh, so they got some. Yeah, she's a good client. So yeah, yeah. She, she loves her job. She works fucking damn hard. Like they yeah, work damn hard. A lot bro. of hours, man. A lot of hours. I look at it. I'm like, bro, I can't. Ask. It's, it's like, crazy. <laughs> yesterday, my girl was up at eight in the morning. And this is all from home. Yeah. This is all working from home. Working flat out all day. Flat out all day, eight in the morning, no kidding, she switched off at 8 30. My girl's the same, like I called her and she's always busy and I feel like, oh shit, like, why are you always busy? Yeah, yeah, what like, are you Literally doing? from like 8 39 all the way till 6 37, she's just working flat out. It's crazy, yeah. Absolutely, I'm like, raw, like, how have you working. found that with like your girlfriend doing that? I think, especially the kind of like, not a challenge as a man, I'll say, I had during furlough, as men, even prehistoric times or like people think times are different. Like as a man, you want to be the, the earner, let's alpha. say. Yeah, the alpha, exactly. And like, so the little dynamic or little conflict I had with myself was like, because I wasn't working, I was like, shit, does she think like I'm a dickhead? Or like, ah, does she think, because yeah, yeah. she's working flat out and I'm not working. And the thing is, she's, she's a beautiful, she's an amazing girl. She, she's not one of those ones very judgmental. She goes, look, you're not, not working because you don't want to, you're just on furlough. So yeah. I don't see any type of way. So that's been fine, but she, yeah, she's a hard worker. Um, yeah, she she works very hard, man. She's she's worked for she went freelance. She worked for ITV. She was actually on Channel Four one time oh, on amazing. TV. Um, How did she get into that? So we met at uni, but same as me, <laughs> third year of uni. So like, and she's a beautiful girl. And I'm not saying because she's my girlfriend, but like, I'm surprised I never ever saw her before. Like, I was at uni for three years and I never ever saw her until my part time job at Foot Asylum. And the rest is history. And she eventually found this job like a year, year and a half ago, and like, mm. she's enjoying it. She's loving it a lot. Always said, I look like just start your own social media company because, like, she said this a few days ago. Yeah, but I think not being sexist, I think men and women on average sometimes are different. Women don't maybe like to take as much risk or push for business ideas. Not saying some some women do, some women want to do that. And I even like prodded that it to see, like, I can do it all myself and charge a sixth for the price. I was like, why don't you? you? I literally said the thing, why don't you? You need something on the side, like, just market yourself, brand yourself, have your own clients, market them. You know what the the company's doing. You're doing it all now. It's like me for IBM. I'm doing it now for IBM. So, in the future, my long term goal is to go freelance Mm. and just work as a contractor. Exactly. And you know that grand I was saying that goes straight to IBM for a day? Straight to me. Exactly. But you got, I think it's all timing. You gotta learn, timing. take your time. That's it. I'm trying to get specialized. Exactly. In the not thing. rush into it. I think I know it all already. Exactly. Yeah. You've only been working there for a year. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's my long term goal. But patience. Yeah. Uh, now, the final thing. Let's go to your charity. Charity in yeah. October. Yeah. Um, so tell me a bit more about that. So the charity is called Forty Eight in Forty Eight. Mm-hmm. Website's Forty Eight in Forty Eight org, um, and it is a charity that's building forty eight websites, forty eight different charities, so non profit organisations. Mm-hmm in 48 hours. Oh, nice. It's going to be a massive hackathon, they call it. Um, I think there's maybe like 50 website builders all split out into teams and they've already got the 48 charities um, who've put themselves forward mm-hmm. who need a free website. And so, yeah, we're just going to spend the whole 48 hours. And are you participating? Yeah, I'm participating. Okay, so cool. I'm doing the web development as well. Exciting. Yeah. So it's not, they don't just need um, web developers. Mm. I think there's a whole range of skills they're looking for for people to get involved. You know, marketing, SEO, search engine optimization, mm-hmm. um, web development to build the websites, 
you know, everything around building a, an online brand kind mm-hmm. of thing they're looking for. Um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the details afterwards and check it out. Definitely, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be curious to see. Yeah. You've clearly experienced a lot. You've been a model, you've gone to uni, you've done placement years, you've worked for IBM, you've started your own company. Yeah. What's one bit of advice you've been given? It, like, I know I, I asked the one in modeling, but like in life, what's one thing maybe your dad told you, your mum, an uncle, a relative, like, it's just really stuck with you and you would give that advice to someone younger. Let's say if you're speaking to like a 13 year old boy mm. or someone younger, you know what? This is one little advice that's really helped me get through life. Obviously there's a lot of stuff you learn and you're yeah, also yeah. learning, but what's one little thing that's my, that gets stuck, stuck with you? One little thing that stuck with me, something my brother said to me quite recently, oh, nice. is don't think too much, mm. just do it. Mm. Like you can overanalyze things. And spend, spend more time thinking spend about it. Spend more time thinking about it, wasting time, time is money at the end of the day, wasting time thinking about it, should I, shan't I, or what if this happens and this goes wrong? Mm. How can I mitigate that? You know, what do I think about this? You know, just do it. Mm. Immerse yourself, throw yourself in the deep end. And figure it out there. And figure it out. Because yeah. um, if you're in the deep end, you need to swim. Mm. If you're not in the deep end, you can stand yeah. and you don't push yourself to, to go do it. So it's like this um, web, let's just take an example, the web design company that I just started up, my friend came to me, asked, can I build a website? I could have, I could have said, oh, no, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I don't really have the skills oh, yeah. for him. Oh, I don't quite know how to make it. You them. said yes and you figured that out. Say yes, yes yeah, true, yeah. you figure it out. 100%. There's so much stuff online. Yeah, so much stuff online. Everything. At the click of a button. You just got to A, find the time, which isn't easy to be fair. Mm. Um, sometimes the last thing I want to do after sitting on a computer all day working for IBM is to sit on a computer again <laughs> and build a website. Yeah. But you've got to find the time, stay motivated, don't overthink things. And you can apply that to anything, right? right? Um, so that's one bit of good advice that you got recently. Recently, yeah, yeah. Don't overthink things and just do it. Because mm. analysis paralysis is real, oh, that's true, <laughs> especially for you know me. I think I was quite. I do tend to think about everything. Go thing. deep into it and try to I understand. Have that kind yeah. of computer science mind or okay. logical thinking mind, however you want to say it. Um, but yeah, don't overthink things. Just go for it and figure it out along the way. Where do you see yourself as an individual? Um, how old are you now? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Let's see. What are some of your long-term goals and drives and ambitions? What to keep like? So I really like to become um, specialized in a technology, Mm. whether that be, or a area of technology, whether that be data, AI, analytics, data science, architecture, IT architecture, obviously. Mm. Um, I'd like to really hone in on a skill at IBM, because like I said, it's all project-based, so you can do different roles on all these projects. Um, which is good, you get to experience a lot, but then, you know, when I'm being there for a while, do you want to start to become specialised in something? So mm. I'm known for that. Oh, we need a database guy on this project, get Harrison. Okay, cool, yeah. So you build a bit of a name for yourself. Um, so I'd like to do that. You know, I haven't really thought about taking the web design business like to the next level. You're just seeing how it goes. I'm just seeing how it goes. People are coming to me for it. Sometimes that's good as well, just crack on with what you have. Just crack on with what I have, yeah. Like I said, don't need to overthink it too mm. much. People come to me, it's good now. 
in the future, it would be amazing to to start my own, you know, I mean, I have started it, but in the future, it would be amazing to do that full time for my own company. I mean, even teach the younger generation about coding and stuff and teach yeah. them everything you do. And then, because that is genuinely the future, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of kids need to know how to code. Why not? Yeah, they, they, they have the, yeah, they can just do everything themselves. They're putting it in the syllabus. Exactly. You know, my mom works in a school and oh, nice. there's a heavy push on tech in the syllabus. It's a little angle for you to even get in there. Like, you yeah. speak to kids, but look, Set guys. workshops. I'm Harris, I've been doing this, let me teach you more. Like they love, kids are always on their phone. Why yeah. wouldn't they want to know how to make an app? But, but there will come a time, because you're doing like four different things. You're doing web create, you're doing IBM, you're doing modeling, or three things. Three things yeah. Eventually, I think you would have to like, Definitely. narrow it down and focus on one thing, which naturally happened. Um, you've already mentioned the modeling one will kind of slowly go to like five, 10% of your time. Modeling one, I definitely is, I know for me, that's not a thing in the future. Okay. It's like you were saying about, comment what you were saying, but, what it was relating to, but you mm. said something wasn't in your hands, it's not in control. Oh, you're not in control, you're yeah, my job. Yeah, like control. the events thing, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah. Out of your hands sort of yeah. stuff. Same with modeling. Mm. It's not in my hands if- You if can't they, control it. Like, I yeah. can't control it, you know, if they want to book me or not. It's all yeah. up to them. So anything you can't control- I don't rely on that. That's yeah, not going to pay my rent, that's not going to- Exactly. Provide my life. Some sort of thing you could say, right, mm. I want to smash it this month and, you know, earn good money. Um, so yeah, I've got two kind of avenues I want to go down. Either, you know, become super specialized in a tech at IBM, get known for it, and then leave the, you know, consultant company and go contractor, go freelance, just work for myself, and, you know, join these projects and just get paid a day rate. Mm-hmm. Or do my own business and focus on the web create stuff and the web development stuff. I think at the time being, you can definitely do both because they're both intertwined. So yeah. it's not like you're doing something completely opposite on web create this web create is more or less kind of mirroring ibm as a tech technical based uh, yeah yeah service yeah still learning um, skills even through doing my own personal and stuff you're learning at ibm you can adapt it to web create so yeah, it's a good little kind of mixture, good together, little recipe yeah. you've got there yeah yeah so yeah. we just keep plugging away yeah. i know loads of people i need a website eventually i know people that have their own clothing brands and their website might not be as good and then like you can find a lot of people do you know what i mean you can just yeah. you can just start with people you know you just That's start a local base. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, like, I'm sure everyone that you've spoken to on the all people I know. of W Talk, yeah. all people you know. I haven't really reached out to someone, I thought, oh yeah, hey, can I speak to Drake or something, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Speak, I'm being realistic and speaking to people in them. Just work with what you have first. Exactly, work with like, what you have. Have you had any major setbacks in life? Any major turning points? L's, let's say, has the... L's. Modeling is, is full of L's. Really? Um, it's full of W's, mm. as I've described earlier but there's a lot of rejection in it right mm. you're showing up to castings and um, you're getting turned down or you know you traveled an hour to go somewhere and they're not even looking at you in the room mm. the people doing the cars they're just clicking your book thank you 30 seconds you'll mm-hmm. be in there you travel an hour to get anything they didn't make eye contact with me yeah they just didn't even make eye contact with me rude as well from them um but so yeah modeling's full of l's in, in that respect also full of w's mm. Um, any other setbacks? Or like, depressing no, no. times, you don't have to, like not no, everyone has to. Wood. Yeah, good, that's touch good. Wood. you know, I'm a positive guy, mm-hmm. you know, I try to always stay positive. Talk good surroundings, good family. Good, good family, man, that's mm-hmm. been super important for me. Oh, yeah. Really close with Amir, my twin brother. Mm-hmm. We get along like a house on fire, on fire. Um, you know, same age, same friends, into the same stuff. Constantly motivating each other. That's out. good. He's into gym, I'm into gym. If I don't go gym one night, he calls me up, bro, come, we're going gym. Mm. Okay, cool, now I'm going. So it's a very good healthy relationship. Very good healthy relationship with my brother. Um, parents as well, good healthy relationship. Parents, yeah, my mum's amazing. 
honestly can't fault my mum. She's always been there for me, can tell her anything. Super down to earth, super friendly. Not one of these weird kind of too strict or anything mm. like that. So I was blessed in that way. Got an amazing girlfriend. We get along as well, like a house on fire. Mm. I generally try to stay away from negative things or things that are going to bring me down. Mm. If it's going to bring me down, why am I going to get involved with it? If I'm going to be in a relationship, why do I want to be arguing with them? Yeah, exactly. What's the point? What's the point? I don't want to be single. No, no. So I've generally tried to keep it all good, you know. Calculate and stay in the right kind of environment. Yeah, making good decisions as well. That's good. Making good decisions. So That's yeah, good. touch wood. Everything's right. fine. Everything's been Maybe right. little L's in the modern career, but nothing, no major, major setbacks. Nothing major. Nothing major, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> um, where are you originally from? So I'm half English, half Egyptian. So it's the Egyptian genes. You, Sharif, yeah. good-looking guys. <laughs> so people out there that are planning on conceiving a child and want to model, marry someone yeah. Egyptian. <laughs> you have <laughs> Egyptian genes. What, what, what heads up would you give to a young model now watching this that might be interested in getting in? Uh, to be a model? I would say it's definitely not as glamorous as it's made out to be. Um, you know, you're not... I don't know, how can I, like I said, you're not getting all the free clothes yeah. and... You're just a model at the end of the day, yeah, you're yeah. wearing the stuff. Just wearing the stuff. Be on time, like, well, for anyone looking to get into it, I'll start off from there. Um, have a look at models.com. Feel free to apply online if you're not, you know, confident enough or you don't want to go into the agencies, you don't have the time to go into the agencies. Apply online like I did. Check out models.com, see which good agencies there are because they only put the reputable ones on there. Um, Send clean pictures when you apply. So, you know, don't wear a hat, don't wear sunglasses. Obviously, they want to see how you look. Mm. Um, and, yeah, like, it took me, like I said, six months to start earning money. Mm. So don't let that, if you do get into it. Don't think you're going to get money Don't think you're going to earn money just like that because you've got to build up your portfolio. You've got to make a little bit of a name for yourself. Um, you've got to get your name out there as well. The clients have to know. So see it as a career, and essentially as well. Like see, yeah, yeah. You've got to be ready to take criticism, as you're saying. People want to make eye contact oh, with you. So just yeah. think you're paying. Don't think that you're no, going to get no, everything. No. <laughs> Definitely don't think you're going to get everything. Yeah. Be willing to take a bit of criticism because it will come. Mm. Even if it's not direct, you know, just people being rude and showing up to castings and being told to go away kind of thing. Um, keep an open mind about it. You might be put on some horrible clothes. <laughs> I've seen you with makeup once. Or makeup, like star or crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah, all sorts of crazy stuff. And um, yeah, be consistent, be on time. Try not to say no to your agencies, you know, be willing to do jobs that other people might not want to do. Be friendly on set. Um, be yeah. punctual. Yeah. Cool. Nice, perfect. Well, Thanks for coming down again. Thanks for having me. I haven't me. seen you in years, so thank you for actually wanting to come on. I do no, appreciate pleasure. your time. Pleasure, been, pleasure. Gone over some great points. Definitely have some points to discuss after this. We kind of have a website for W Talk and apps <laughs> and stuff. Uh, I love my tech as well. Um, so yeah, until then, you guys will probably see Harris in your nearest foot asylum, Jade Sports, <laughs> or on your banners. Yeah, Lyle and Scott's coming out soon, so you might see him. Definitely see him there, and you might see him Branding your website or your app, yeah. you never know. So or fixing the pipes underneath your room. <laughs> <laughs> or doing your taxes face. Or, yeah, or doing the tax system when you submit your taxes. Got your finger in loads of pies. Yeah. Well, great, thank you for coming down, Harris. It's been a Cheers. pleasure. Thank, thank you, guys. Me.